We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh man, speaking about this town never going to be the same. You had a wild Ooh, ride this morning, not geez. on a not on a cowboy or a horse, No. But. Man, what a freak parade though. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Donna and Steve show with Matt Belanger for the next 2 weeks. Steve is out on a secret project. Dun, dun, dun. I'm sure he'll be checking in at some point, but um, yeah. until we get the go-ahead, we will just be uh, mom. Talk, we'll talk in circles. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like we always do. Exactly. John McClain is here as well. Hello. I got to remember that, you know, State Fair is coming up on Thursday. So fast. Very exciting. Um, but this traffic, oh, honestly, oh. it's nothing new. But What when happened you're coming, to you this morning? It's... I forgot. It's actually every morning, oh. but it's gotten worse. Just first of all, people, can we talk about the merge? I know, I know, it's an exhausting topic, but you know how when a lane is going to end mm-hmm. and it says this lane ends in mm-hmm. whatever half a mile, that doesn't mean stop there, right? Because what you're doing <laughs> is stopping the flow of traffic. You're yeah. supposed to go until the very end and then make your way. Be in. a good neighbor and go every other. And I think some people who don't understand that look at you like you're a d bag. Uh huh. Because yeah. you've gone all the way past all those other cars that are waiting. But it's like, no, that's how you're supposed to do it. I think it's worse here because Minnesotans are generally good people who right. follow rules. Right. You know, we're good voters. We follow the rules. Yes. We do. This. So everyone's like, there's a merge coming. I'm going to get in line like a good person and yeah, wait. And then, and that, but the problem with that is that the whole thing of a zipper merge is you right. go to the merge point, and then if you go every other, it keeps moving. Right. <laughs> so you go to the very end. They didn't know, but they're never going to get it done. So you just got to leave earlier. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't even that. But then there's traffic. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. just traffic and too many cars, and there's probably closures that are creating more traffic. But mm. if you got to get somewhere at a certain time, you got to leave early. Are you telling yourself this? Yes. Or? Okay. <laughs> just, like, is this an out loud kind of, yes. hey, Siri, remind me to get my butt moving in the morning a little bit faster anyway. Well, I know that the State Fair uh, is yes. coming up on Thursday and we have to catch a shuttle. <laughs> and they only leave at very specific times, yeah. and they do not wait for anyone. We're going to see what happens on Thursday. I have a little fair news, too, but uh, um, because the, the our shuttle leaves at the top of the hour, right? I'm on TV until 8.57. Right. 
and I need need to be on that nine o'clock shuttle to get out to join you at the fair by nine thirty. So we'll, I might. Do you have I'm an intern? Gonna, or I'm gonna something? have to pay off that driver. Do you have gonna, an intern or something <laughs> that can run up to the driver? And just be like, yeah, right. Why not? <laughs> There's no extra bodies these days. <laughs> I, the, I so am true. the intern too. So. But the exit to from your building to yeah. the shuttle is right there. I can kind of run out. I think I'm going to make it, but we'll see. It'll be like an experiment. What happens on day one? Who knows? This is going to be fun. Uh, real quick about the fair from the news this morning. Of course, okay. you can uh, you know watch me over Five Eyewitness News starting four thirty in the mornings. Um, did you know there's there's still short hundreds of workers for the fair? Like it's Thursday, and yes. the fair itself. Needs 270 people still at last check. You know? Okay. And we're talking like parking folks, park and ride, sanitation workers. They need more people, more bodies. Uh, please apply if you are looking for right. something to do and want to right. make a little money. And also a lot of the vendors themselves are still hiring. We talked right. to the guy from Giggles, you know, and he's, he's got like 15,000 pounds of fish, you know, that they're going to hawk at the fair for the run of the thing. And they usually have like an army of 250 workers at Giggles in particular alone. And he just told us on the news, it, he's dozens of people short. So everybody's. So I guess the takeaway is, A, if you need a job, go get one at the run of the fair. You're going to make right. some money. And then the second thing is, I think we should all prepare for the possibility that like lines are going to be longer. Giggles is for stuff. always long. That's where I get my duck wonton. I, there I you was go. talking about the duck wonton oh yesterday. My gosh, so, good. so good. They might have longer lines because I mean, they're, they're going to be short workers trying to keep up. So we'll just all have to be, we'll pack our patience just like you'll do in traffic tomorrow. <laughs> oh God. <clears throat> anyway. All right. Yeah. Don't. Don't go into motivational speaking. I'm just saying. She gets enough of that. And Steve's here. Exactly. Um, but we should mention that you can come out and watch your favorite My Talk shows live. Jason and Alexis are presented by uh, Hepner's Auto Body and Glass. Uh, Steve and I, well, you and I, Matt and I are going to be presented by Loaves and Fishes. Yay. Love that organization. Yes. Uh, shout out to Kathy. Uh, Colleen and Bradley are presented by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Lori and Julia by Hammernix Interior Solutions. So we're going to be on Underwood Street just south of Randall Avenue. And you could find out more info on our website. Use keyword fair. Today, by the way, speaking of fairs, mm. it's National Cheap Flight Day. Oh. And that is a day when plane ticket prices drop. So if you just bought tickets yesterday, get ready to kick yourself. Oh, man. Um, they start dropping the airfares uh, ahead of the holidays. So gas prices are down from earlier this summer, which helps. But it's mainly because kids are back in school. So the summer travel season is over and airlines like to keep flights as full as possible, of course, to maximize their profits. Mm -hmm. So historically, August 23rd is when they tend to start cutting those prices to increase demand. Um, there's a website, I guess, that tracks this stuff and says prices sure. peaked around June 15th. By the end of July, they'd already dropped 20%, and they should dip a little more by the end of the the uh, the month, but it won't be for long. So just an FYI for yeah. you. Go get your uh, your... Your tickets. You know, a lot of um, airlines are becoming a little more relaxed when it comes to the rules about 
um, price adjustments and change fees and things. Right. I mean, I often fly on Delta, and I just bought a ticket to go back home to help my mom out. She just had hip surgery. Aww. Mama Belanger had hip surgery. Oh, she's going to gonna love it. I'm going to be, oh, yeah, I'm going to be cooking up a storm, filling up her freezer, cleaning Aww. the place. Yeah, it's going to be great. I was lucky enough to be able to get some time off to go do that. So I'll be doing that in early September. I'll be out of here. But um, anyway, I bought a ticket to fly home to Pennsylvania to do that, and it was not cheap. And I bought it probably around when you're saying the prices were peaking in right. June. And um, I just looked at the price again the other day, and I had noticed that it had fallen almost $200. Whoa. And I called Delta. Now, I don't get a refund of that money, but I was able to get a $170 Delta credit. Oh. So they'll, they'll do that for you now. Oh, uh, you my know. gosh. So they'll, do you they'll have to be price like adjust. a premier no, member that no, they took away, all the time? They took away the change fee. So basically what they do is it's like you rebuy the ticket, okay. you know, at that new price. And then if there's a if there's an overage and uh, an amount above, you know, what the new cost is the that difference. you paid, you get a voucher to use. You have two years to use it. So just so keep do you that do? in you mind. Just, you just call Delta and say, hey, yeah. I bought this ticket yeah, and exactly prices right. just went down. Okay. That's exactly right. All so right. if you're flying Delta, take advantage of that no change fees. Will do. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Maddie B. You got it. That's why we invite you back. Thanks. Thank and you're you. from Pennsylvania, which apparently is where people come from come to do from the radio to do this here. Show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, exactly. what? He's also from Pennsylvania? Yep. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yep. I'm one, from the Philly side. One was side. enough, but yeah. Steve's a Yenzer from Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm that's from right. The, I'm from the big You're city. closer to my I'm hood. closer to Jersey. That's right. All right. <laughs> well, anyway, um, we got to talk about a viewer who sent you. <laughs> a listener. A oh, my a talk listener. listener who sent you a photo Very of yourself. Beautiful kind of. piece of art. This is the second time someone's told me I look like Slappy, the evil dummy from Goosebumps. All right, hold hold that thought because we gotta go. <laughs> when we come back, we'll talk about that, and uh, I've got a few other fun facts. On my talk 1071 next app. Hey friends, what's up? It's Steve for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. You know, I'm out here in Los Angeles for a couple of weeks. You know what LA doesn't have better than the Twin Cities? Well, quite a few things to be frank, but one thing is a theater scene. Do you know Minnesota here in the Twin Cities, we've got the second most theater seats per capita, only behind New York. Baby, we have got a thriving theater scene here, and you get to take advantage of it. You can do so at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters right now on the main stage. Footloose audiences are loving this show. Critics are loving this show. They recently extended the run. It's going to be on stage through the first week in February. Tickets, ChanhassenDT.com. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret also also dishing out laughs every Friday and Saturday night. Again, ChanhassenDT.com for your tickets. And how about this? Uh, Rumors and Dreams, the music of Fleetwood Mac. That's this Thursday through Saturday, August 25th through the 27th. ChanhassenDT.com. Enjoy live music, live theater, live laughs. ChanSNDT.com. Hey guys, Bradley here. Hey, we're back. Just like that. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Uh, Steve is out. Matt Belanger is in. Hi. And uh, we got to talk about a picture that a listener sent to you. (laughs) Things that make you go. Just call me Slappy, apparently. This is the second time this has happened. Dawn, I didn't, uh, I emailed it to you just now, okay, Dawn, so right. you can get have in each on this. Phone numbers. We're going to exchange digits. Yes, we are. We're, gonna, we're getting serious here. Um, yeah. People, what? <laughs> First of all, I love this person for doing this because they took the time. And when I just, I tweeted it, by the way. Oh, so if, you, so oh, if you're okay, listening and you want to look at it, everybody can go look at it on Twitter. It's at Matt Belanger TV. And. 
Um, you'll see me there, and it's the latest thing I tweeted. And here's the deal. Oh. Um, this is not the first time this has come up, and I be- and I even showed Ken Barlow this this morning, <laughs> and he goes, "Oh my God! Like you really look like him." Apparently, I look like the- so. Slappy is the evil dummy mannequin thing. And there's several versions of Slappy, but I apparently look particularly <laughs> like the the flavor of Slappy that was in the Goosebumps movie. I think it was oh like God. twenty something. I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so, so they, they made this. They literally drew, took this cartoon thing that they made of us for the fair, and I posted that on Facebook and said, "Hey, look, little creepy. They made me into a cartoon for the fair." Blah blah blah. And then this viewer took that and photoshopped <laughs> the heck out of it, and then spit me back out as the cover of a Goosebumps book, looking like Slappy. And then it says "Night of the Living Dummy." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but uh, th- I'm beginning to believe so, it because uh, this is not the first time someone has made this connection. Don't feel bad. Steve okay. gets this all the time with As Howdy what? Doody oh. and uh, Woody from Toy Story. I sometimes get Woody. Oh, you know. do? Yeah. There's oh a God, snake in my boot. So <laughs> take it as a compliment. Yeah. And I'm not evil. No, you do have a little magician vibe to you. <laughs> That's the worst thing she could say to you because we hate magicians. Oh, I don't mind the way they look. Well, at least he's well dressed. Yeah, Sloppy's got a nice Blaine. tie on. You, like you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, David Blaine, um, Chris Angel. Yeah, you, you know? like that's your time. Okay, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> you so, know, yeah, guys who would shop at Ed Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it now. Do you want a friend for the next two weeks or not? No, not you. I'm not saying you. I know. But, you know. Oh, but I think he's like an old-time magician is what you're saying. Yes. Well, Slappy's an old-timey evil dummy looking, yeah. you know, in a bow tie. Okay. And a There's a picture on the wall that I took... Um, before I left for my surgery yeah. and I was walking by, I love looking at the old pictures. If you ever get a chance to be in our building, this company has been around for so long. The old broadcast studios oh. where they're doing live orchestra, mm-hmm. whole radio it's dramas. Really cool. So there's one that has the whole orchestra and I walked by and looked over and one of the violinists looks like Matt <laughs> from the past. And I was like, what is this? Is that him? Have is he you? a time traveler? <gasps> this is very, um, uh, Stephen King, The Shining. The Shining. I know. Yes. I'm going to find it, and Ooh. I will um, send it to you guys. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. I've actually it. been here the whole time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I want to see it. They are kind of frightening looking. Look at uh, Twitter, though, folks, and let me know if you think I look like Slappy. Take it as the compliment it's meant to be. Maybe Rocco will make a little buzz thing that goes, Slappy! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. I hope he does. Thank you. Um, what else okay. you got? So... Uh, there's a story about (laughs) dragons and what they would smell like in real life. Okay, so, of course, uh, HBO's Game of Thrones prequel, House of the Dragon, debuted on Sunday night, and it was popular enough to crash HBO Max. Oh. Although HBO says only a small number of subscribers were affected. But anyway, the premiere got people at Nerdist.com wondering, what would a real dragon smell like? (laughs) So here are their theories. Burning flesh? Uh, <laughs> Is that on the list? It, there's probably something like it. Number one says space. Mm. Space. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. 
We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And that depends on what kind of altitude your dragon gets. Ozone has a smell that's been described as either burnt electricity or chlorine, depending on who you ask. Outer space also has a smell. Various astronauts have described it as gunpowder, burnt cookies, uh, raspberries, and rum. Well, those are totally different Very different. Yes. But it depends on how you describe space. So space is the first one. I'll take the raspberries and the rum, please. (laughs) Then they say dinosaurs. It seems like dragons and dinosaurs are at least somewhat related. Mm. And a T-Rex breath would have smelled like rotting flesh. There you go. Bing, bing, bing. Wow, I was hoping they'd smell good. But then... The, if you wanted to smell like a campfire, dragon. right? Like, you wanted it to smell like like camping and... Sure. Smoky and yeah. woodsy and outdoorsy. But another person said bats. The connection here is that both have leathery wings. And the aroma most closely associated with bats is urine because males oh, rub gross. it on their bodies to attract male uh, mates. I can totally attest to that smell because I had a bat infestation at my cabin at one point. Oh, no. But anyway, other people say burnt oranges, oh. fungus, and corn tortillas. Corn tortillas? <laughs> what is this? What, what is this? Wait, as Somebody the journalist, hungry. What, is the, what is the source of this madness? Don't I mean, worry about it. Okay, all right, just fact checking. Uh, just a bunch of high guys at Nerdist. Right, they ate exactly. some of those new legalized gummies, you know. Yeah, uh, that could be. Anyway, um, and that's pretty much all I have for the dragons, but uh, wow. I've got some random facts. Competitive art, for example, used to be an Olympic sport. Between 1912 and 1948, the Olympics awarded medals for music, painting, sculpture, and architecture. See, I get into this. I never heard that. I would love that. It's like the World's Fair with a little sports. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so cool. Um, let's see. Dis- let's go back to dragons and, and dinosaurs. Why not? Despite what the Jurassic Park movies say, okay. velociraptors were only about three feet tall and 30 pounds. Oh, there's no evidence that they hunted in packs. They were definitely too dumb to communicate and they probably <laughs> had feathers. Okay, well, that would not make for a good Jurassic Park. So mm, <laughs> they right. had to take a little artistic liberty. Exactly. <laughs> feathers. Feathers. Yeah. yeah. 30 pounds, that's a, that's how much Fisher the Corgi oh, weighs. Oh, yes, that's what they look like. Oh. And Amish people are not required to get social security numbers. Thank you. Very good. Alrighty. The more you know. Exactly, Maddie B. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, uh, Matt, you would like to vent about The Bachelorette. Oh, yeah, I got I got so many thoughts. Are you watching, Don? No. Okay, well, I, right. will, I will hold the torch Our for that listeners one. watch. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we'll get to that, and I'll tell you what I'm watching or what I started watching also coming up next on my talk 1071.
Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Steve is out for a little bit, working on a top secret project. So Matt Belanger was kind enough to step Aww. in and work with me. It's my pleasure. I love being with you. Aww. I love our little work coupleage we have sometimes. Do you want a hug? No. Okay. Okay. No. All right, that's fine. I do. Right. Don needs we'll a hug. have a group hug after the whole show. Okay. That that's not weird good. It'll at all. be Rocco then. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right. We'll just... Never mind. Forget it. <laughs> just, let's just hug. get off the I've hug got, thing. I've got to yeah. wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, this is just it's getting too, too real. Around. It's getting There too is easier. too much COVID around. Let's just keep it light. No. And by the way, when yeah. we're out at the fair, oh, we yes. are Speaking of hugs, not allowed yeah. to do any kind of, you know, Touching, pictures. And, yeah, put unfortunately. Your take a picture. Sorry, yeah, everybody. sorry. We're sorry. And we're not supposed to linger either. Yeah. <laughs> they said don't linger with people. Yeah, too many men down. Yeah, we need we need our folks, you know. Yeah, because it's we're getting spread a little too thin as far as you know. You know those hamster bubble things that people roll around in yeah. on the lake and stuff. We need one of those for Alexis. <laughs> yes, because she gets. Does she get exposed a lot? Oh my god! People love her. Fair, she starts walking oh, yes. towards the shuttle, and she probably has a two-hour walk ahead of her mm-hmm. because so many people stop her and want to talk to her. Well, they love her. Nice, know, but at the same time. Yeah, it's it's hard, you guys. It's hard because we love you, you know. And, you know, it's funny. Sometimes we're in a hurry to get to a shuttle. Yeah. Yes. And when it's busy at the fair, you it's like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. And you don't yeah. want to be rude. And yeah. you want to be like, hi, hi, thank you, thank you, bye-bye. I just keep walking and I go, hi, thank you. Like, yeah. I don't, I can't. Because yeah. we have to come back here and do work. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole thing. Well, come and sit. You know, you guys have a great setup there with the watch. stage, and you got the comfortable seats and yes, everything. We've and the got lactation the lactation station. station. Yeah, it's a nice and shady a little bit over there. You can either be in the sun or in the shade. It's, it's uh, which road is it? It's south of Randall on Underwood. Underwood. That's right. Mm, there you go. There so you go. now, Matt, you're I'm up. Vent what's a the matter? Listen. All right. Who? If you're watching uh, the Bachelorette. I'm not. Don't worry about spoilers if you didn't watch last night or anything, because I didn't watch last night's episode, so I'm behind too. But I want to just gripe a little about the setup, ladies. I know you're not watching, but are you familiar with what's happening this season on The Bachelorette? Um, there, are there two there are Bachelorettes? Two yes, okay. there are two. So here's the thing: you have um, two women, and then the group of men, and it starts. Oh, so they have to divvy up the guys. Yes, yeah. start fighting over one guy. No, it's okay. this is what's making me mad. It's like the paradise thing. It's a little bit, I guess, because so what has happened as of late? And first of all, it's also really cool because I love cruises. I'm like I'm like a baby Bradley. Oh. I love cruising, and um, it, right now this the set where it's located, they're cruising around Europe on the brand new Scarlet Lady cruise ship from Virgin Cruise Lines. Oh, you know? okay, that's oh. a nice twist. Yeah, okay. so you get to, so that's kind of a side bonus is you get to see the cool new latest ship from Virgin, you know, the Virgin Atlantic people, Virgin right. Atlantic people. Anyway, that's a great but idea. I know, yes. and so they're in Brussels and it's just lovely. Oh. Except for the fact that these guys are shady. Oh. Shady. Really? So, like, I got mad at one of the recent episodes because, you know, it started with the big, you know, football team sized group of dudes. Right. And now we're down to like, there was a clump of guys for (laughs) Gabby and a clump for the other girl whose name is escaping me at the moment because I'm all team Gabby. Anyway, Mm. um, late in the game here, they're, they're switching women. 
So they're like, hey, uh, I just um, I just wanted to come have, you know, they, they like knock on the door and it's all staged. And of course, the cameras are like all ready, but it like looks impromptu. And you're like, yeah, right. OK. Um, anyway, so they, they'll come in and they'll be like, hey, um, so like, yeah, I'm just I'm <laughs> uh-huh. looking for clarity. And I oh, just ick. and and I just I, I can't continue because, you know, I just I just have deep, deeper <laughs> feelings for the, you know, the other girl. Okay. And okay. Then, how deep so can you go? So how deep is mm. your love? So they're switching. Rachel's the other girl. Yeah, thank you, Gabby so and Rachel. So they're they they're were flopping. going after Gabby, and now they're like, actually, I want to date Rachel. Yes, for like because for like three episodes, it'd be like Gabby. All I want is you to spend the rest of my life with you, and then all of a sudden, this it, there'll be an episode that that same guy's like, actually, I I really have stronger feelings for Rachel, and I want to switch. Can I just say it's weirding something me out? Controversial. Yeah, please. This show is so dumb. <laughs> no, that's not controversial to me. Yeah. It's just a really dumb concept. <laughs> I'd rather watch a speed dating kind of thing. Remember when speed dating was big? You just mm-hmm. go and sit at a table and then you'd switch and go from that to the next yeah. guy to the next guy. And you would just get and then there'd be a timer like a chess game, you know, <laughs> there's a timer. It's like, OK, move to your next person. Next. And then you see and then yeah. you match up. But yeah. this is it seems so fake to me it, it, there. But but there it has a very big following, of course. And, and a lot of people love it. But I'm curious if others feel similarly to me is that mm. that part, the whole the whole late in the game swapping up ladies thing really put a bad taste in my mouth. I think they're up to hometowns now. So hopefully oh. the women have their core group of like, they're down to like three men each. Okay. But who knows? I mean, maybe somebody's going to meet somebody's mom and be like, I like her mom better. I mean, this is so crazy. Is maybe any- they'll meet someone in Brussels. <laughs> right. Somebody who works on the cruise ship. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I'm running away with this person. I okay. have a question. I have questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are there, is there any overlapping? Did both girls choose the same guy or are yes. they down to three? Oh, well, and there was so a, one guy gets to go to both hometown dates. No, no, I don't No, I think they're, they're saying they're separated now, but what has happened too, which was high, high drama was a couple of, you know, the rose ceremony where they hand out the rose and it's like, will you accept this rose and stay on the game? And then the guys that don't get the roses have to leave at the right. end of the night. Right. So been there were a bunch of, there was a one episode where the, where Rachel was handing out roses, and then all everyone that she was trying to give a rose to was like, actually, I'm here for Gabby. Really? <laughs> so, so that was actually an entertaining episode because oh, wow. you knew that that was coming where people were going to reveal their hand. The thing that was different, though, to me than the late game where, like, they pull them aside and say, well, actually, I want to switch. That seems like cheating. or whatever, Right. You know. Well, if you've ever watched Unreal on Lifetime... It's all about the, so it's a scripted series. I don't know if it's still on or not, but it basically shows you the behind the scenes workings of a bachelor and bachelorette type show. Okay. And it's pretty competitive between the producers. So it's like each girl is assigned a producer Mm -hmm. and that producer's like, Hey, like, and the people behind this show, Unreal, Mm -hmm. Are people who worked on The Bachelor and so The Bachelorette? So they know, like Absolutely. they know the dirt. It's uh, a little more dramatized, yeah. You know, and a little more to an extreme, but you get the gist of how this show works. I, I think I'd like to believe that what's ensuing 
is just the natural developments of the getting this group of people together in these high stakes romantic cities and all this love, you yeah, know, love flares and everything. But but some of the stuff that happens, you're like, wait a minute. This some producer was like, wouldn't it be great if like this guy came and was like, I want to be with the other girl. Now, like it makes me wonder how much of this was like somebody's idea and were these contestants, participants, whatever you want to call them, encouraged to do the crazy thing that becomes right. the teasable moment of the episode. They were. They were. I'm not to not to, you know, have my what's the expression the tinfoil hat on. But it just... I know. It's too good. It's, yeah. It's, but I'm glad you're watching that. Well, Thanks for taking a hit for the team. Hashtag yeah, Warrior. For sure. It's lean back television. Like, you can just kind of have it on and then, like, you know, kind of tune in when they start crying and catch up. And right. Like, oh, why, right. Is she, why is she crying this time? Rewind it a little. And then, right. then, you're, then you're good and you can go do laundry for 15 minutes. Exactly. As Donna says, go throw in a load of white. That's right. <laughs> So in the meantime, I, uh, or on the flip side of that, I am watching something on the recommendation of a friend. You're too young probably to remember this for sure. You are. You're pushing 40. Mm, Still. Okay, so it's a a series. It's a three-part series called Captive Audience. It's on Hulu, and it's a docuseries about the Stephen Stainer case. Mm. And... He was a boy when he was seven. He was kidnapped by a man who ended up taking him like two hours from home. And then seven years later, he escaped. So this kid was being raised by this guy. Who took him. Who took him. And then he abducted another child. And that's when the first abducted kid was like, we're getting out of here. And took the little boy wow. and got out of there. And he became this big news story. And it's about how the all the attention. It's about his life with all this attention over the years. And then the trial. And then something yeah. happens. And I haven't started. I've only watched two episodes. Something happens in the third episode that I completely forgot about. And it involves a family member and something mm. really, really, really bad. What, but it's, what platform so, is it on? This is Hulu. Hulu, Hulu. And it's called Captive Audience. Okay. Uh, and I'm sure it has like a subtitle, but Captive Audience, and it's about Steven Stainer. Very interesting story. This happened in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I remember this story. Me too. So clearly. You do? Oh, yeah. And Because there, there was a movie, a made-for-TV movie about it. Yes. And it was... Terrifying. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the fact that this kid was found was, yeah, got I mean, away. it was like a miracle. Yeah, exactly. And I think that the, the movie was called, I know my first name is Steven. Yes. So anyway, if you're looking for something and if you're a fan of true crime and all that, I Hulu. love, I love that genre. Me too. It's, you're right. It is the polar opposite of Bachelorette <laughs> because it's like, because I feel like I'm learning stuff. I mean, yeah, it might be dramatized here or there, these right. docu-series or whatever, but I feel like I'm actually learning something as opposed to just the flowage of the tears over on the Bachelorette. Exactly. <laughs> I'm looking for clarity. Just, there's something for everyone. Oh We've got gosh. it covered right here. Exactly. What's it called again? I'm sorry. Uh, Captive Audience. Captive Audience. On Hulu. I'm going to add it to my list. Nice. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a pretty quick watch. 
I just have one episode left, so I'm very excited of that. And then I'm going to watch Blackbird, I think. Everyone's talking yes! about yes! that. Lori loves it. She told me to watch it. Oh, good. Okay, okay. I'm in. I'm in. Let's, Let's do, it. do it. It's only six episodes. Go could homework. That be, could that be our show? Uh, Go. For like, the fair? Uh, our group, sh- hour yeah. one yeah. of yes. this show, that'll be our show okay. that we can talk about. I'll watch. I don't know if you guys have time to watch. What's it, I'll watch an episode Is that today. on? Yeah. Um, which one is that on? That is on Netflix, I think. Apple. Oh, right. Apple TV, TV Plus. I've Plus. got it. I'm ready. Got it. Oh, I'll do God, my homework. You guys, you're Thanks, my best teach. friends. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, we got to go, but when we come back. When we come back, if you see something, you should say something. I'm a little verklempt. Um, <laughs> listen, there is a tie-in between uh, Tiger King what? and a sanctuary in Minnesota. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'll tell you what that is about. And uh, hey, by the way, Tooth Fairy gifts have reached an all-time high. I'll tell you about that, too. Coming up next on my talk. Welcome back, you guys, and thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve. Without Steve, he'll be back, uh, who knows when. Uh, Matt Belanger is nice enough to join us. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, thanks for having me, everybody. I love my my talk family. Aw, we love you. Uh, We got a few things we got to talk about because we saw something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay, this is kind of cool. Um, there is a sanctuary, a cat sanctuary in Sandstone, Minnesota, which is pretty close to where I have a cabin. I did not know this. Like big cats, like tigers and stuff. Yes. Yes. Got it. And um, I guess after a year in what they're calling witness protection, four Tiger King cats have arrived in Minnesota. Uh, They were rescued from the compound in Oklahoma. They settled into a new life there. Uh, We got Alyssa, Alana, Aurora, and Thor Jr., are now in, uh, they've got their forever home and being Aww. taken care of. There was, they had some issues because they were neglected. Sure. Mm. And, um, well, that's why that Tiger King place was shut down because all the, all oh, the, animal the abuse and abuse. all that. I never watched Tiger King. I just felt like I couldn't. I know that it was really sensational, but I yeah. just didn't want to see any animals. So you I'm know, just real sensitive about I feel like we that. all got enough of it by yeah. the other talk that, yeah. about it that happened. <laughs> sure, exactly. <laughs> but we feel like we watched it. Yeah. Um. So one of the, I guess, what is a liger? That's a, a lion and a tiger? Between a, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's a liger. The liger. Was um, Mentally shut down. Uh, she has recovered now and is interacting with other cats. Then there's two three-year-old white lion sisters, Alana and Aurora. They were living in an 1,100-square-foot cage before they were rescued. They're doing great now. Aurora had some uh, procedures to remove masses that were growing from under her tongue. Oh, She's fine mm. now. They're benign. 
Uh, she's being monitored. So um, it's a lion and a liger. Apparently, a liger is a thing. Did you know that? Uh, is yeah. a liger a lion and a tiger? A liger is a hybrid offspring of a male lion and a female tiger. Oh my god, this is like donkeys and asses. Whatever. And, oh, donkeys are asses. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Donkeys and mules. Yeah. You know, I always get confused. Anyway, but anyway, they're doing they're doing really well, Good. and this is not a place that you can visit. It's not open to the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've got lots of room now to run around, and I just thought, I want to mention that. Right, and I think you said this, but just, I, I remember this, because um, they couldn't talk about this until now, right? right. Because it was court stuff that Correct. was holding them up, and so now they can kind of, like, come clean and be yeah. like, they're, they they're said here. Oklahoma, but they didn't say exactly where Got it. before, so Got now it. we know. So that's that's great news, that they're, you know, saving these cats. Very cool. It's amazing how many big cats sanctuaries there are mm-hmm. yes because there's an enormous one in arkansas uh, that my sister goes to a lot and they've been rescued from all kinds of, i mean the biggest offender unfortunately is right over the border in missouri because our laws are very lax with really like, who, who can own what basically anyone can have that a is, tiger that is messed up especially because there aren't that many tigers in the right. world. Well, there's this underground network of people selling mm-hmm. and that is breeding them, and people will get them like drug dealers. They have to rescue these a lot of times from drug dealer compounds where huh. they're like, Yeah, I've got a tiger, you know, and then because they can or they think they right. can exactly yeah. in their freaking basement and it gets too big. Honestly, oh it's gosh. just <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's just but this place is so good. I mean, they have a lot of land for them to roam, and they're t- taking good care of. So I'm sure this is a similar type yes. of place. You should watch Meet the Chimps. Okay. Uh, I think that's what it was called. Remember I was saying that Barbara was kind of a bee? Oh, it's, yes. it's It's the sanctuary for um, chimps, and it's amazing. I can't remember where I watched it. Somebody, maybe, oh, who knows. Can, it. But they, it is just amazing to watch this animal behavior and how they create these cliques, you know, or groups. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. how Disney plus Disney plus national geographic or Nat Geo originally. Right. Yeah. So now it's on Disney plus. It's excellent. It's really good. And there's, there's short episodes, Hmm. you know, and it's just fun to just learn about animals. Thank you. I'm trying to find this story. There's a, um, I wanted to tell you what the all-time high is right now as far as... uh, The Tooth Fairy, with inflation, has started to deliver more cash. Mm. Right. It's becoming lucrative, huh? The average is $5 a tooth. That is not what I got. Mm-mm. Oh my God, it was like a quarter. Yeah. 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 And I'm not that old. Yeah. You know, but, and then, you know, if... You know where they should really give you money is when you get your wisdom teeth out. No kidding. Right? I mean, the worst. I want 20, 30 bucks a tooth. Yeah. Because that is hell to go through that. Pain, pain. Well, not only that, but then you have these flappy things in your gums, Mm -hmm. and then you could get dry sockets. I got dry sockets. (gasps) And that was one of the worst. Sorry to anybody out there that, yeah, that was one of the worst. You don't have to describe it, but it's, yeah. Do you know where the tooth fairy came from? Um, do you? Yeah. 
In the Middle Ages, apparently, the tooth fairy was invented. Parents thought it was important to dispose of their children's teeth in a way that witches could not possess them. Oh. And then uh, the whole thing with the money exchange, they think, came from Scandinavian history. Oh. The Vikings um, would often be known, but they thought they were good luck, these little teeth. So they would exchange coins for a child's tooth that was lost. Oh, my gosh. That is so weird. And wear the teeth on necklaces going into battle. And then it developed into today. What? She used to just wear her teeth or other people's teeth in a necklace. Google it. It's a thing. All right. Um, And now it's, you know, a, a way to get a five spot. Right. Uh, you know what? As a kid, I, uh, can you remember the terror? I think I got a dollar. I mean, I don't, I, yeah, maybe at probably. Max. That was a big day. Do you remember the stress of having like a front tooth super oh. loose and being like, I don't want to pull it out. I don't want to pull it. And, and uh, the wiggling with your tongue and the back like of the fork. And the bite into an apple. And, and the that's blood. Bad and, advice. Oh my Lord. Just pull it. Just kidding. Don't. Oh my God. Yeah, anyway. Dawn, do you, did you save your daughter's teeth? Uh, yeah, I have a few of them. Really? In my, yeah. Oh my God, that's adorable. And also something that she stuck in her ear, which was an <laughs> eraser, and the doctor had to remove it. Oh, so you saved it. A it reminder did. for life, you know, just to have and don't do this again. <laughs> I don't know why I saved it. Maybe you could like <laughs> bronze it or something. <laughs> yes. Not with the shoe. Uh, anyway, thank you so much, Dawn. Thank you. We will see you tomorrow when yes. we come back. Remember that nude uh, post that Tommy Lee put up? Mm-hmm. Now we know why he Ooh. did it. Okay. We'll get to that coming up next on my talk.